In this second segment of the Synagogue of Satan, we are going to look at what uh, not only what God says about black people, but what black people themselves say. And so um, here, I want to again start with uh, the Song of Solomon in uh, chapter 1, verse 5. And what this says is, I am black, but comely, O you daughters of Jerusalem, as the tents of Kedar, as the curtains of Solomon. Look not upon me, because I am black, because the sun has looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me, and they made me the keeper of the vineyards, but my own vineyard have I not kept. So, in, from Genesis to Revelation and back again, we just saw that the Holy Bible, uh, the white people wrote the Holy Bible, okay? And now he's saying here is, um, don't hate me because I'm black, all right? And now this is not a black man. He didn't change race. Uh, what he's saying here is he ended up doing something um, and offended, uh, let's see, he offended his mother's children. And what they did is they um, they made him work in the vineyards. And so what happens is if I spend any amount of time in the sun, I go from white as a cup of milk to almost pitch black. And and uh, and it's not pleasant getting from one to the other. Um, I prefer to stay nice and light colored, but um, but I will get dark. And so what he's saying here is you know don't look upon me because I'm black. It would be the same today as if you heard a black person say, what it's because I'm black, isn't it? You know, it's the same thing. It was the same thing back then. You know, um, black people were like, what? <laughs> it's because I'm black, isn't it? <laughs> you know? And so it hasn't changed. And now that we know this hasn't changed, we have to ask why. And the reason it hasn't changed is because black people will not come to God to be corrected. And white people won't either. For every single person who has ever said that, oh yeah, Jesus is probably black or brown or whatever, you know, because they saw an episode of Family Guy, um, you're rejecting your Lord. You know, in the Bible, uh, you know, all of those people that say the blacks are the true Jews and that Jesus and Gabriel, uh, the Mahdi, are black, they don't make it into the kingdom. That is such a grave offense that they're thrown into hell. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so you want to cut it out. It's not smart, and I know you're all smart. You know, God made you smart. So, so um, stop making that mistake. It is a serious offense, and you're not going to uh, be happy with what it leads to. So, um, you're reading the Bible. You know what it says. All right, stop trying to steal our culture. Okay, because that's what you're doing. And so, um, in the Song of Solomon, that's where they talk to being black. And now, let's uh, let's look at some of the things we see in the news today. And uh, there's an article. I just went ahead and I, I googled a couple of articles really quick. And uh, the first one is it says, "Black Israelites stand with Black Lives Matter amid toil, but God comes first. Okay, these black Hebrew Israelites, these are the guys in the Holy Bible who say they are the true Jews and know not and do lie. So these people are saying that black lives matter amid the toil moil, but God comes first. But they're not going to the Word to read what it says. 
they're not actually reading it and when they do they don't comprehend it okay so these people here if you look at what goes on over in Israel right now Israel has over 30,000 of these black guys in prison and the reason why they're in prison is because they entered illegally they're trespassing and they're just laying around in their parks all day and they're bums and so Israel gave them a choice they said listen we're going to either give you a plane ticket so you can go home or we're gonna lock you up and do you know what all of these black guys said do you know what they did they chose to get locked up in prison than to go home because if they went back home they'd have to work or take care of their kids or you know you know man up and um, they don't want to do that so that's what you're dealing with you do that's not the caliber of man you want in your community okay these people are liars, they're blasphemers, it's heresy, and they're going to get thrown right into hell. All right, so uh, you, you want to stop saying these things, okay? And it's not just the black Hebrew Israelites. Um, if you look at uh, what's called the Nation of Islam, go ahead and search that really quick. And what you're going to find is there, um, in Islam, if you say the prophet is black, they will kill you. Okay, uh, what they have there, the Nation of Islam, is you got this guy, and he went around to all of the poorest areas of Detroit uh, that he could find. And so, when you're talking about the poorest areas of Detroit, these are the poorest, the blackest areas. These people are not educated. Okay, these are not your best and brightest. And what he did is he simply rounded up as many signatures as he could by going to these poor, poor black people and saying, "Listen, God says the white man is the devil." And these black people are like, yeah, white man is the devil. And so they all signed up, right? And then he says, look it, I've got 50,000 followers, okay? But what you don't realize is these people that are allegedly following this are the dumbest human beings on the planet, all right? But now that they've got enough numbers to say they've got status, the media puts out, I think it's the current guy's Farrakhan, Louis Farrakhan, and, uh, and they put this guy up here as some kind of credible religious figure. And here's the bottom line with the... Uh, nation of Islam okay what these yahoos say alright these these jokes say is they claim their so-called prophet alright was the Mahdi and the Mahdi is the man that teaches you all of these things that I'm teaching you now so this 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 waste of space this scumbag is pretending to be me okay and so all of you poor black people that subscribe to those ideas I will say it as gently as I can you'll want to smarten up okay you're being deceived you're being lied to alright that man was not a prophet there's going to be many people coming to you saying they're prophets and you know what you're supposed to do you are commanded to test the spirit with each one of them to see who is true and who is false now you don't know how to turn you don't know how to test the spirit but you can go to my website ericbennett.com and read the key of David section that's my letter to you that's called a royal decree and it's an invite invitation and in that invitation I'm going to show you the way to turn the keys of knowledge and that's what it's called to test the spirit okay so these black Israelites and this nation of Islam and whatever the hell they're up to they, it's just this is the absolute this people it's just stupidity this is the dumbest stuff I've ever seen in my life you know so that's that these are the synagogue of Satan this is who God's talking to right here and uh, another one um, is a, an exclusive video 
BLM, Black Lives Matter, activists, says white men are the common enemy and we need to get rid of them. Okay, so um, what you have here is black people are saying white men are the enemy. Now, I'm white. I grew up in Maine, the great state of Maine, which is all white. Okay, you couldn't see a black person for as far as you could see when I was growing up. Okay, and Maine is also one of the poorest states in the nation. So it's all white. We're one of the poorest states in the nation. And guess what? We all have guns. And we don't just have a few guns. We all have a lot of guns. And we are the safest state in the nation. Okay? So when you see black people saying, oh, I'm violent and aggressive because I'm poor. Or I'm violent and aggressive because, um, uh, whatever. Listen, that's all, all, all a crock. It's an excuse. And that doesn't cut it. All right? I am witness and can testify to the fact that I grew up around all white people in the poorest part of the state you can live in, and we were all heavily armed. And not only were we the safest, but we were the kindest. Because depending on your culture, an armed society is a safe society. You see? The only time you have unsafe societies is when you make people afraid of being able to defend themselves. And that sort of retardation causes all kinds of problems, from sexual malfunctions to insecurities and uh, weaknesses. And, and so you don't want to uh, do with all of that. But my point in bringing that up is that in the entire course of growing up around all white men, none of us ever said that black people were the enemy. Ever. And we don't say it today. This comes from black people. And so the synagogue of Satan, not only does Satan mean group of dark people or black people who say they're the true Jews, but it also means the enemy. So these people have an enemy. And their enemy is the white man. And so what these idiots don't realize is you stupid sons of bitches aren't waging war against a white man. You're waging war against God. Okay, And you're going to lose. And you're going to be pathetic and humiliated. So please listen to my advice. Stop. Okay? Just... Read the Bible, stop being an idiot, and uh, be at peace, okay? Um, because all of this is not good for you. All of it's terrible. It's all terrible. And there's another article now. And uh, this article says, A University of Georgia employee and Black Lives Matter activist says, White people may have to die for black communities to be made whole. So these aren't these aren't just your fringe fruitcakes out on the street corner in a ghetto. Okay, this is a University of Georgia employee. All right, the other one is the leaders of the black churches and black organizations. And what they're all doing is they're saying the white man is the enemy. The white man has to die. And so now, guess what? If you Google violent crime statistics, you're going to see that five percent of the population, which is what accounts for roughly um, eighteen-year-old blacks uh, males in America, is creating 90% of the violent crime. Alright? And this violent crime is against each other. They are brutal to each other. And white people, who they call the enemy. Okay? <laughs> when really, <laughs> the only thing that's ever happened is from taking the Negro into our territories is we've helped them. You know, they've all benefited tremendously from being uh, included in our cultures. Um, but that's always problematic because what they try to do is then steal our culture. And, you know, Jesus, the next thing you know, Superman's black, Batman's black, Peter, Man's, Peter Parker's black, God's black, um, Gabriel's, you know, I mean, my God, you know, and they, and they steal all of it. And because white people are godless, 
I mean, which means they don't read the Word of God. They don't know. And so they say, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, God's black, you know. And you stupid wastes of space. That is pathetic. Man up. Grow a pair of testicles. All right, that's why God gave them to you. Use your brain. That's why he gave it to you. So when you see this here, that white people have to die for black communities to be made whole, this isn't a fringe. This is the thrust. This is what the movement is made up of. That's why when you read these stories and you see every single day black people killing people, white people, there's a war going on. They're at war with you, you fucking idiot. Okay? <laughs> and then you get all these white girls. I'll go into that later, you know. But um, but the men, the white men, you know, they, they're godless. They don't read the Bible. They don't know what it says. They've, they've sacrificed their own culture and heritage. And to replace their own culture, they've brought in all this freaking third world twerking jigaboo nonsense, superstition, you know. And, and now look at America. Look at England. Look at France. Look at Germany. Those are a few of the places that have taken them. Only, the, the only places that have taken them. And they have all declined rapidly. Okay, so you don't want to make that mistake. It happens every single time you do it. So stop. Okay, because here's what happens. Harvard, uh, Harvard took in some black students, right? Or accepted some black students or whatever. And here's the headline. Black Harvard students holding, own, holding a graduation of their own. They want to segregate. So at Harvard, these are intelligent people, you would imagine. Um, these intelligent black people at Harvard are saying, we want to segregate and have our own graduation. This isn't the white man doing this. White people aren't saying do this. This is the black people. Almost every single time you see these matters of segregation, even though the media is pounding it into your head that this is white people, it's not. The blacks are calling for it every single time. Okay, we'll look at another example. Okay. Um, the latest in school segregation, private pandemic pods. And so what this is saying is because um, less privileged kids will suffer. And so what they're saying is uh, during this pandemic, uh, evidently white people or wealthy white people have decided to form their own schools or pods. And the reason they do that is because you want your students to excel. So you want to make all of the peers relatively the same so that they excel at the same rate. So what do you think is going to happen now if you take people that speak Swahili and you take people that speak some tribe down in Central America and you take people that speak um, Ethiopian, right? And then you take people that speak English and French and uh, Swiss and all these things and you mix them together, all right? And you say, you're all the same. There's no difference between any of you. And then, when you see that there are differences, and that you know some of these students start to excel rapidly as soon as they come out of toddler age, and the others don't, and no matter how much money you throw at it, or how much you try to demonize the other group, or how much you try to spin the whole thing with propaganda, the fact of the matter is, is they're different. And that's why they say at Harvard, we want our own graduation. Or they say here, um, uh, let's see. Uh, Santa Monica's once vibrant black neighborhoods nearly erased by racism and progress. Santa Monica, California. Will you just stop and think about this for one second? Santa Monica, California is one of the most liberal, progressive, 
open, inclusive, welcoming zip codes in America. All right. I mean, they these people here. They uh, you have armies of bums and homeless people come into this town and they piss and shit on every doorstep of the businesses here, right? And these businesses are the ones paying for the food and the clothing uh, that these people are using, all right? And a lot of these folks are black. Now, it's not just black people. There's white and Asians as well. But here's the thing. Santa Monica's not racist. It's just insane. But, but because the blacks were not able to maintain the status quo and keep up with white people, then naturally there's going to... Uh, become differences there and you can't force these things to be the same when they're not no matter how much Nancy Pelosi says oh it's just a matter of love if we just love them more now she's a brain-dead twat she don't have a clue you know the fact of the matter is is they've always been different they're always going to be different in that sense and when you mix them this is what takes place so you don't want to mix them you know when you see uh, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali was interviewed by a Satanist one time on a TV show. And the Satanist asked him, you know, why don't you want to mix with a, why don't you want a white woman? Because Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali loved his black wife. And he said, you know, a blue bird don't go out and mix with a black bird. You know, a, a red bird don't go mix with a white bird. You know, in nature, these animals don't mix with other animals. And so why should he mix with a different race and dilute his own bloodline and that's the brilliant gospel truth you see but what satanists want to do is they want to destroy anything pertaining to god and so the first thing you have to do is go after the the race the language the culture the history you know and and, and destroy all of it and then replace it with this stuff and uh and there's another story here you know, yet another brutal murder of a white teen ignored by the national media, national media, because the perpetrators were black. Uh, you know, it goes back to crime. When you start looking at these things, if you look at Sub-Saharan Africa, okay, like a nation like Zimbabwe, what you'll find if you Google that is you're going to see that there was a bunch of white farmers that went down there and they set up farms. And they were very good at what they did. And they fed all of those people in Zimbabwe had no problem. But then the black people in Zimbabwe said the white man stole their land. And so what they did is they slaughtered all of them and drove out the rest. And they seized their farms. And so now you've got all of these black people that killed off all of the white people and stole their farms. And guess what? They don't know how to farm. So, these idiots, you're, you're an idiot, all right? These people are too stupid to know how to grow their own food. And so what they had to do is they had to make an offer. The government of Zimbabwe said, we'll let you back in. If you want to come back, you can come back and, and work on our farms. Okay, but you're going to work for us. Okay, we're going to own the farms, but you work for us. And so naturally, the white people said, no, that's a stupid deal. Because if you're too stupid to run your own farm, there's no way in hell I'm going to work for you because you're an idiot. Nobody would take up that deal, you know. So now in Zimbabwe, everybody's starving to death and it's the white man's problem because they killed them and drove them out. And now they don't know how to grow food. <laughs> so they run up into Europe and say they're victims of white supremacy. You know, this is what it all amounts to. It's a joke. All of it's just pathetic. I have, I can't stomach, stomach any of this. I have no tolerance for any of it. 
and you shouldn't either you know because what happens is it gets to these points here and um, so this in a nutshell uh, is what we're looking at when the black people say oh we're the true Jews you know um, or or if you want to look at it look at Saudi Arabia you know I was I was on the web one day I was reading a story on Yahoo and it said it gave a story about this black guy that had like 30 kids right and this guy couldn't read or write didn't have any skills and just like the rest of them he ran up into Saudi Arabia he tried to he tried to sneak into Saudi Arabia and so the Saudis what the Saudis do is they deport every day just as many blacks enter their country illegally as go out so it for them uh, it's a it's a conveyor belt so when these people sneak in they just ship them right out and so the article on Yahoo said that um, Oh, Saudi Arabia's got to take their fair share of black people, you know, to show that you you love them, you know. And so I was like, wow, this is crazy. So the first thing I did was I googled the Saudi news sources. And I saw that the Saudi government doesn't want these people. Because when you've got a guy that's 45 years old, he's got 30 kids, he can't read or write, and he has no skill, and his idea of work is sleeping in your park all day, all right, and he's saying he's going there to get work, Throw that guy back as fast and as far as you can. These are not people that you want to allow into your community. These are your mooches. These are your bums. These are the people that ruin everything. Okay, And God tells you not to mix with them. Now, we are to help our enemies. We are to help, you know, the blacks say that we're the enemy. So we're to help them, you know, and we're to help the, the poor and the disenfranchised, which they are, because they are lazy. You know, they, they're lazy. I mean... Uh, I've lived in California. I've lived in L.A. now for five years. And for the first time in my life, I was exposed to large numbers of black people in their natural habitat. And so I got to sit back and actually listen to them and observe them. Okay? And, and what I took away from that, that objective observation, is these people are lazy, they're entitled, and just totally pathetic. And I don't want any of that anywhere around me because my culture is the exact opposite. And so when I bring these people into my territory, guess what? They're going to point their finger at me and say, I'm the reason they're so bad off. When the fact is, it's just they're lazy. You know, so you can't mix these. What you can do is help them send them back to Africa, ship them all back down into Africa, and then send them some money. You know, for a dollar a day, you can feed a starving kid or whatever. You know, send them a couple of bucks and, and tell them to read a book. That will, you will do help them more that way than by taking them into your community, giving them housing and clothing and all of these perks, and then having them uh, attack and destroy and kill you. Especially if you on the street so if you've got people that you can't even take care of and they're your own people and you're, you're bringing this on on top of it then you deserve to be destroyed because you're an idiot okay so yeah that's that so you know all you black people um, what you have to do is you have to get over you know if you think about it this guy named um, DMZ or TMZ he's a rapper he just died recently right and uh, he had on his neck uh, a tattoo that said Exodus 1-7, you know, and what that's about is the Jews being freed from Egypt by Gabriel. <coughs> when Gabriel led the Jews up out of Egypt. And uh, so we just looked at that and we saw that they're all white. So you got this rapper, right, who spent his entire life telling everybody and their brother that Jesus is black, the Jews are black, Gabriel's black, God's black, right? Even though the Egyptians aren't black, and they know it, uh, the Romans aren't black, and the Greeks aren't black, the Italians aren't black, the Jews aren't black. So these people are retarded. They're, they're, they're lying 
to the face of those that know the truth. So what would you do? If someone's sitting there lying to you, and you know they're lying to you, are you going to believe their lie, or are you going to say, hey, guess what? I'm so glad you just told me all of that. Now it's time for you to go. Because <laughs> <Okay? laughs> that's what you got to do. It's time for them to go. Okay, And uh, not only DMX, or TMZ, or whatever his name was, but uh, there's this other guy named Nick Cannon, okay? And Nick Cannon um, is a, uh, a rapper <laughs> and, and I guess a talk show host. And uh, he said the same thing. He said, oh, those racist Jews, all those, the Jews, the devil, you know, the real Jews are black and all this sort of stupidity. And they, they, they let him go from the talk show and they threatened to terminate him. And, and evidently this guy learned, sealed the air over his ways. Or really what it was is they starved him. You know, he had his income supply cut off. And so he's like, oh my God, I mean, you'd have to get a real job or just say, I made a mistake. And so instead of getting a real job, he just said, oh, I made a mistake, you know. But he's no different than TMZ, you know. And then you look at this um, this other guy. This is actor named. Uh, he was in the Black Panther. He died recently, right? I saw I saw an article with this guy. Okay, and he said that oh, you know, we're all scared that the white man is going to kill us. You know, listen to this now. You've got three or four of these Negroes, and they're all high-profile Negroes, and they're all saying the same thing. The white man is the enemy. The white man is the devil. The white we're going to kill the white man. The white man's after us, and it's not true. Okay? It's the exact opposite. We do everything for these people to try to help them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's just crazy. And there's another one. Let me think. There was another one um, recently. So that was that Bodwick, Chaswin, Bodwick, Black Panther guy. Uh, and then there's the Nick Cannon. There's the TMZ. There's, um, uh, there's another one. It's nonstop. And so what happens now is oh jay-z oh my god you know i mean these people are just stupid i don't think this guy's ever read a book in his life you know it's all the same thing these are your 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 black rappers and they're the ones that are telling others this and since these kids don't read the bible they don't know what it says they say well geez this guy's cool so he must be telling the truth <laughs> and what that means now is when you've got all of these little white girls chasing after the negro right and worshiping the negro and saying, yeah, Jesus was black. What that means is you just denied your maker. You just denied your maker. Bye. <laughs> you know, uh, and so, you know, um, yeah, that's, uh, you want to stop doing that. All of you white people that are doing that, you want to stop doing that. That's just as bad as the Negro saying uh, that, God is black, you know. So um, the reason it's a great offense in God's eyes is because it's leading people away from the truth. And so when I come along and I write the keys of knowledge and the stairway to heaven and I show you how to understand the mysteries and uh, understand the, the the Bible and the Quran and and uh, prepare you for everything that's coming up, well, you know, you know what's happened. You know what's happened is um. A lot of people simply never believed or even entertained anything I told them because I'm not black. And these idiots really think you're supposed to be black. <laughs> okay, so that's the whole thing with the, the blacks and the synagogue of Satan and, and Jesus and Gabriel and our father. Now, if Jesus and Gabriel are white with blue eyes, what do you think our father looks like? Cue the Jeopardy music. You want to phone a friend? 
You did ding, ding, ding. That's right. Yeah, he looks just like that. Okay, and so, um, you know, and, 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 uh, and only God is supreme. White men are not God. Now, God was a white man, but white men are not God. I know a lot of white guys that, oh my God, wow. <laughs> you know? so, so, just because we're made in his image doesn't mean we are him. Only God is supreme. Okay, but when you see all of these attacks on on uh, on the Hebrews and the Greeks and the Italians, and you see them invading their territories and uh, destroying their artifacts and their history, and and saying you know they're all a bunch of you know white supremacists or whatever, um, that's you you want to remove that Italy. You want to what you what Italy wants to do. Okay, I want all you Italians to listen to this. Um, all of you need to join together and say, listen, here's our motto. If you're black, you must go back. Okay, and just deport all of them. Same with Israel. Uh, Jor Jordan doesn't already. You know, Saudi Arabia does it already. Um, Iran does it already. You know, but there's a few other states, you know, because if you don't do this, you're going to end up just like England, France, and Germany, and Sweden in America. Okay. Now, what we can do is we can send them all black. Oh, here's what I'm going to propose. Actually, I actually proposed this already to someone. Um, a lot of those farmers, a lot of those white farmers, they're from Denmark, right? And so a lot of uh, the blacks uh, that are in Denmark and England and France and Germany um, are from uh, Sub-Saharan Africa. So what I'm going to propose to the leaders of Europe is let's make a swap. Let's make a, a change. Um, every single one of these black people that are here unless they're contributing to the community in some way or they're a citizen or resident round them up and ship them back okay and at the same time what we're gonna do is we're gonna collect all of the white people that are down in Zimbabwe and South Africa that are getting slaughtered and we're gonna replace the black people with them we're just gonna make a switch you take your people and we're gonna take our people okay now we're still gonna have to help the, the Negroes after this okay because oh my god it's gonna be even worse you know, when you give them all those black people back um, you know it's like it's gonna be twice as bad so you know instead of sending a dollar a month you need to send two dollars a month okay to help feeding a starving child but but that's what we're gonna have to do now now if you're a member of the elect if you're a member of my team um, then you'll know that uh, when America is destroyed, when New York City is destroyed, that's a sign. And every man is supposed to go back to his homeland. And the reason we have to go back to our homeland is because everyone in Babylon is from somewhere else. So if you're black, go back to Sub-Saharan Africa. If you're white, go to Europe or the Middle East or the Mediterranean. Uh, if you're Asian, go to Asia. Uh, Indian, go to India. And what this does now is it realigns the nations. Okay, And that is the first step that is required to achieving peace. Okay, because Babylon is the opposite of peace, and so if you continue promoting Babylon as an agenda, which is multiculturalism and telling everyone they're the same when they're not, you're never going to make any progress. And here's why: because if you take an undiscovered tribe down in the Amazon, okay, and we talked about this on another podcast, and I'll summon, I'll, I'll I'll bring you up to speed really quickly. What happened is you and I were down in the Amazon one day hunting butterflies, and in the course of hunting butterflies, we found an undiscovered tribe, and that man has never discovered. And this undiscovered tribe, much like many of the other tribes on Earth, don't have written languages. And so what we do is we teach them our language so that we they can read and write, and we can document information and communicate and build bodies of knowledge and schools of thought, which advances civilizations, right? So from the first encounter with, uh, we call him Tweeter. Okay, this is Tweeter. 
<coughs> from our first encounter, a number of years to teach him to read and write and do math and get up to speed, you know, so he can uh, join us. All right. And, uh, and then once they can do that, uh, they're well on their way to doing whatever they want because these are the tools that are necessary to achieve those means. Now, here's what happens in reality. Okay? Uh, Tweeter comes in. We, we, we bring a whole bunch of those folks into our territory. And we try to educate them the way we educate our children. Okay? But something happens. They don't perform the same. You know, and, and no matter what we do, no matter how much money we spend on it, no matter how, no matter how much we try to justify it, no matter how, no matter how much we try to grovel in false guilt, okay, to make it look like it's our fault, none of that's going to change anything until we recognize the fact that these people are using a language that's not theirs and a culture that's not theirs to trying to do something that's not theirs. We're literally teaching them something that they know nothing about, okay, and so we can't expect them to have the same results. And so that's why when you get the, the, the Negroes here, you know, like at Harvard, they want their own graduation. There's others, you'll find, if you, if you look into this at all, they say they want their own state. They want their own city. They don't want to be around white people at all. If you look at their movies, look at their movies, okay? It looks Spike Chuck Lee, what's his name? Spike, uh, Spike Jones. And there's a guy named Spike Jones, funny-looking little black guy, right? Every single one of his films. I've never seen one, but I, I, I see the... Uh, trailers, you know. Oh my God, they're all about the white man, you know, and white man's the devil. If you read that, if you look at these other films, you know, all black films are basically the same thing. It's about white people, you know. And if you compare that to like Asian or Caucasian films, okay, look at what we make films about. We make films about love and romance and the arts and um, science and mysteries and, you know, we don't talk about black people. That's the last thing from our minds. We don't even think about them. They don't even factor in. Okay, but then let's look at the Negro. Every single thing is about the white man. So there is no mistake here that the blacks, the synagogue of Satan, views the white man as the enemy. They're telling you with their mouths. They're proving it with their actions. And the only reason you don't realize it is because you're deluded, denial, and delusional. And that's stupid. You're an idiot. So stop being that way. You're much smarter than that. All right. So when you bring into all these cultures and you see that they're pointing their finger directly at you... Uh, for helping them, um, and now they demand to steal your resources, or they will attack and kill you if you don't. That's stupid. All right. So, what we're going to do now? Part of my part of my whole deal um, is I'm going to be heading over to the Mediterranean soon. I'll be going to the Mediterranean, the Middle East, and Central Eastern Europe, and to those nations that spoiled Israel, which is England and Italy and. Uh, Let's see, Egypt, because America will be gone. Um, and I'll be traveling there too, teaching them the keys of knowledge. And so, in all of these places that I go, I'm going to be preaching and teaching these same things. So instead of the blacks, the white people and the Asians and the Indians are all going to agree with them and say, hey, guess what? We're going to give you your own space. <laughs> okay? And that's going to solve everything. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. All right? I never, until, you know, growing up, I never dealt with any of this. Uh, and it, you don't hear about it until you have to be around them, you know, because that's all they talk about. I mean, if you try to talk to them about, um, you know, cars, motors, engineering, um, 
building science language arts you know i mean if it's not about twerking or you know hoes and bitches there's not a whole lot you can really engage with them in and uh and that's unfortunate um and they can change that you can change that but it all starts with admitting you made a mistake and stop blaming others for your problems that you're creating if you if you don't stop doing that nothing will ever change okay and if you do your whole world will change because that's how it is for the rest of us you know I want all the Negroes to, to listen to this for a second imagine you're Asian imagine you're Caucasian imagine you're Indian all right all of us have had slaves all of us have been slaves and all of us have been through everything that you've been through the only difference is we admit it we admit what we did we learned from it and we don't do it anymore you people are the only ones that fail to course correct and we are not going to inhibit ourselves further over your stupidity so look at this as an invitation look at this as a an offer an extension an olive branch if you will come to me if you will read my words if you will turn yourselves turn the keys and repent and enter in then you will be welcome into any single other territory where we are because now you're one of us okay but if you come into our territory telling us that we're the problem and we owe you listen you little sack of shit you are entitled to anything okay and furthermore you will be treated like a worm and a maggot until you man up because all of us had to do the same thing and we are not going to allow you to take shortcuts from all the other steps that we had to take okay you're gonna to have to do the same exact things we did alright deal good I'm glad that we had an understanding I'm gonna conclude this episode which is the second segment of the episode of the elect I want to thank you all so much for joining me today and uh, listening to the word. And if you ever have any questions, please go ahead and send me an email, text message, or give me a phone call. And I'd be more than happy to answer any questions you may have about the keys or the mysteries. And on that note, I want to bid you all adieu. Thank you all so much for having a um, time to join me here. And uh, peace out, Cubs Goats. <laughs>